Hi everyone, today we have Sam on the podcast. He's a dear friend from university and currently running a hostel, traveling the world, living it up as far as I can see. So yes, Sam, would that be a fair description? Oh, well, I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also Mike, he's uh, he's around, he's, he's in Japan. I'm, as I'm, I'm here as well, <laughs> Cool. unfortunately. Uh, so, so, yeah, go on. Well, I was going to say, I think maybe we'll remember Sam from the, the game. Yeah, as, maybe as if, you, if, if it's published before or after this uh, episode, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think Sam lost that time. Did I? Oh, I was going to say, I, I think, thought I won. That's a shame. Dude, if it's, if it's published <laughs> before, now you're giving away the results. Because of the lack oh, of ma- mountain knowledge, I think, you know, that let me down. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's, let's move on from, from the unpublished episode that we're going to keep as a surprise. <laughs> Spoiler alert. um yeah so uh sam i just wanted to like chat to you just let's where where, where do you want to start um i think i think when we were at uni we we went on a few trips when did like the when did you know you you love to travel and like kind of why did you set up the hostel um i guess well, funnily enough, probably it was the Uganda trip, which you forgot I was on, but I forgot. <laughs> That's okay, related to the episode. I actually remembered that you were on it when I when I remembered that you um, threw up on James. Um, <laughs> but uh, I do I remember. Moment. <laughs> I have many other memories of it now. It just kind of co- co- connected. Yeah, I, uh, of course. Um, I we're I in the same group. <laughs> I mean, I, I I was honestly very jealous that I didn't go on that because it sounded like you all had a great time, and I don't think, uh, yeah, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was um, amazing wildlife, wasn't it, Chet? Um, yeah, I think it was a place which had the Kibale, had the dense highest density of primates in the world. So I think it had like nine species or eleven species in the small space. And India, the whole of India, has like nine in total. So it's, it has the same or less. So it's it's, it's it's pretty dense for primates. Um, yeah. yeah, and got peed on a few times as well by by a few. You saw a black mamba or something on that trip, no? Like a oh, green mamba. Was, um, I know it was. Um, oh, it's some sort of viper, but yeah, I nearly stepped on it. Um, you nearly stepped on it over the log. Yeah, I literally this close to stepping on it, but then someone shouted snake. So I was just like, ah. <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> nearly going to Nicky up again, but um. No, and, and then that's when you realize you wanted to travel around the world. Oh, exactly. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was a moment we got covered in ants. I remember as well. Yes. Yeah. I remember biting I, ants. There was biting ants. I think that, that was when I was rescuing Annabelle from like a bog. I was like ended up in a tree with loads of ants on it. Or something. <laughs> no. I, okay. It was a different moment for me. Like we were, we were looking at some. Uh, so don't night don't be life. a shining knight in armor. Otherwise, then, you'll get ants all over you. Story, yeah. <laughs> Leave her in the bug. Yeah. <laughs> Leave her in the bug. Uh, um, but yeah, I think Uganda cool. was like my first taste of travel, so I really enjoyed that. And then, okay, yeah, very cool. Wanted to do more of it. That that was that was the first like a uh, like big adventure that you did, and that's when when you thought, I want to do this. I want I want to I want to travel around more. No, not I like had as not as like a, I want to do this forever, but like. This this is like sparked some kind of adventurous kind of like seed in me, and now I want to experience yeah. it more. Yeah, I mean, it was always I always wanted to go traveling like way before that, but that's the first time I actually sort of experienced it. 
but um, and it kind of lived up to expectations. So yeah. Um, mm. Was there any... Sorry, go chat. Sorry, no go. Um, no, I, I yeah, um, I think that was basically what started um, my love for it. Really. Um, okay. Was Was there any particular place that you wanted to go before you went to Uganda? Was it? Did you have like? Um. um uh, Africa in general was always high on my list. Um, um, not necessarily Uganda, but I've, there's still tons of Africa I want to do. But I, yeah, uh, I always I think it was for I always thought Africa would be the kind of biggest culture shock. So that's um, uh, okay. been nice. nice to explore there. To, um, it's interesting that you say culture shock. Yeah, because I, I felt that about Japan. That's why I kind of pushed myself to go that way. That's one of my as my first trip. Yeah, I yeah. felt that about. India, um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you about India. I didn't realize how much of a culture shock India would be, to be honest. It's overwhelming there. You just <laughs> came back, it's... right? Yeah, I just came back. So yeah, um... overwhelming is is the right way to describe it. But it's it, it's surprisingly easy, to, like quick to adapt to as well. Yeah, it's, I think. Um, well, we had a bit of a um, the kind of heart. Um, interesting sort of start to it because we arrived at like um three in the morning to calcutta and we were just dropped off on the side of a road in calcutta and it was still like pitch black and um it was a strange start because you know of the, of the street stalls you've got the street food stalls yeah i didn't realize that people seem to actually sleep in their street food stalls as well so they, they we woke we got into calcutta and everyone's just emerging from their sort of stalls and uh, it was just a very strange surreal start to it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's like welcome to a whole new world <laughs> everything yeah. phrased differently yeah yeah, yeah. It's nice to see the city waking up but it was a bit of an intimidating mm. start just being dropped off on the side of a road in a pitch black where <laughs> people sort of <laughs> Like, why why were you just dropped off in the middle of a hitchback <laughs> road? <laughs> why, why not in front of your hotel or something? Exactly where our hotel was, so um, <laughs> so he just gave up and said, "Get off here." Yeah, exactly. And we didn't know where the hotel was, so we ended up kind of wandering around in circles for two hours. <laughs> in the dark. every ten seconds. <laughs> India is surprisingly safe in the many many parts. You can do stuff like that, even though it's a lot of people and stuff. I mean, did you feel threatened? did you feel like only, only during that morning because it was so unfamiliar but um, I mean it's very yeah. friendly everyone's very friendly there um, generally speaking yeah I mean De I think Delhi I've never been but apparently that's a different kettle of fish but Mumbai as well we, 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 we were dropped off in the middle of the street but I just remember going past all these like apartment blocks so dense so much yeah. stuff like I just didn't you couldn't get your bearings very easily and like the roundabout that was up the road had like a giant elephant statue on it it's like what the hell's going on where am i and and every single uh apartment block had like fires burning because all the all the security guards were just keeping themselves warm at night but in the oh, middle of the a big thing, yeah yeah, yeah the fire, fires. Well, the smoke was something else there the, 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 and like you say there was just fires going on on the pavement but yeah it, obviously honestly there was smoke inside the airport yeah. <laughs> like it in my life. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Agreed. In Delhi Airport, we like we didn't like I said, we did spend time in Delhi. But... Wait, wait, wait a minute. Why why is everyone yeah. burning fires? Is it cold? It's warm. Yeah, it's winter. Okay, all right. How cold can it get in winter? It was quite cold in so I think there's like nine degrees in Calcutta over night in night night time. Um yeah. Something like that. It was quite chilly. Well, 
the smoking daddy of, of, of yeah, it's the smoking daddy of a of, of winter where we just landed in the airport. I couldn't see through the the airport smell cigarettes, and I couldn't see through the airport because yeah. it was yeah. smoggy within the airport. It was so smoggy that it, it had actually clouded up the air in the airport. Yeah, it's absolutely mental, isn't it? That's, yeah. uh, I think probably shortened my lifespan by a year or two. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was coughing up black stuff like for like two weeks after. Yeah. yeah. Um, Does everyone still smoke beedies <laughs> there as well? Do you ever try beedies? Like, you what know, they come like, like a, they're, they're kind of like cigarettes, but they're uh, just raw. They're almost like tiny little cigars and they come in a bundle and they're, uh, wrapped by a rubber band and they're just sold like for like a few rupees like okay, uh, yeah. and they're very strong very bad for you <laughs> I saw a lot of people smoking I wouldn't be able to tell you what they were smoking to be honest <laughs> <laughs> could have been elephant maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah elephant, elephant yeah, cigarette um no, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, for, for sure, that's a problem in India right now, and it's just because the construction. There's many things that are going on, especially in the north. It's developing really fast, and so it reminds you of the pea soup smog of London back in the mm. industrial times. Well, you're um, around then, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rise of the stories of, of Dickens stories <laughs> of the pea soup smog. <laughs> um, yeah. So. You, you recently went out to India, and that's a whole conversation itself, I think, for what you might have experienced there and then uh, your travels after. But you did that whilst your hostel was running? Or did no, you... we closed the hostel over winter, um, okay. which was kind of a whole, thought of, uh, a whole plan. We're setting this place up is, um, you know, we work hard through the summer and spring and autumn and then just sort of close up over winter and go, go off and uh, travel the world. Travel so. the world. Yeah, um, it's, it's no one comes to Scotland over winter anyway. It's too cold and wet. <laughs> yeah, we should we, we, we should we should establish establish a bit of that. Um, tell us about your hostel, Sam. <laughs> Where is it, <laughs> for example? And, well, it's in Fort William, um, which is up in the Highlands of Scotland. So it's um, next to Ben Nevis, which yeah. um, as you know, highest mountain in the UK. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Fort William's a kind of small town. It's got about what fifteen thousand people in it. A lot of tents, I remember. So lot, lots of tents in the town. I remember when I when I visited. Yeah, um, the, the... yeah, yeah. Um, I I can't say I've seen a lot of tents around town. To be honest. Okay, <laughs> I just remember them being everywhere, like by the banks of the river, next to the bridge. Like everyone just pitching up to 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 sleep overnight, but in town. Um, yeah, yeah. Why, why, why Scotland? Can I ask? Why Scotland? Why, why did we move to the hostel yeah. in Scotland? Um, yeah. Well, business-wise, it's got tons of visitors up here. It's a popular place, you know, with Ben Nevis next to it. Um, um, if yeah. you've got the West Highland Way, and you've got people going back and forth to Sky and stuff. Um, so wait, wait, when you said it was next to Ben Nevis, I thought, okay, that that that's that's a good location. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also really beautiful up here. It's an amazing place. Um, do you prefer the? Do you prefer the? Um, the you, you said it's like only fifteen thousand people. Do you prefer that kind of seclusion a bit compared to being in London? Um, I, I kind of miss the busyness of London sometimes. To be honest, um, mm. I, I like I like a bit of both. I wouldn't want to be up here twenty four seven. 
Mm. Uh, like yeah. all year round because um, I think I'd go a bit mad I like being able to escape to a, somewhere a bit busier every now and again but I like a mix yeah. I like the solitude every now and again and I like the um, like busyness of somewhere like London some other mm. times it's nice being able to get a bit of a mix it's, a bit of a mix yeah that's really cool. when you when you decided to move up there did, were you in a different place though do you think you wanted to get more solitude Oh God, yeah! When I moved up here, all I wanted was solitude. <laughs> I got fed up with working life in London, you know, the nine to five grind. So I was yeah. just craving being a bit. I think I I was craving living in a sort of hut in the middle of nowhere when I was working in London. I think. <laughs> what I know you no longer yeah. the hut in the middle of nowhere. But... <laughs> um, um, well, what were you doing in London? Uh, I think it was law, right? No, I was um. But pharmaceuticals. Um, pharmaceuticals. So I was a pharmaceutical copywriter. So I wrote mm. um, basically as a writer for a pharmaceutical sort of advertisements and that sort of thing to healthcare professionals. So nice. if a new drug was released, I'd write all the kind of sales material for it and that sort of thing. Nice. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's good stuff. And yeah, and so and so then and then and then you were dreaming of the hut. I've I've had this when I was in London. I just and I just started dreaming of a. Of, of yeah just 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 being in the wilderness i had i had this when i was at uni i kept on saying i, I start I start, I start a pineapple shop in a pineapple juice shop in the a caribbean all i wanted was a shack like, <laughs> screw everything else <laughs> I, I yeah i think i think you should do that Chetan. i think that'll be that'll be I, good i'm not far off like i live in colombia now i just yeah. make juices well, and give it to family shop, you? So, you yeah know. exactly yeah <laughs> What, what what kind of like uh what's the demographics of the people that come through your hostel? What's the, uh, is it really actually? Um, do you mean where like so where they're from? I mean, or... where they're from? What kind of people do you do you do you interact with them much or do you kind of leave them to their own thing? Um, I say hello to them. Is it the bare minimum or or do you? <laughs> <laughs> um we tend to let people just get on with it to be honest because i think most people actually do just want to be left to their own devices but occasionally we'll um you know interact with mm. guests a bit more and um have a chat um it depends on who they are to be honest um mm. That's good. I, I, yeah it's, it's nice uh, it's nice to hear where they're from and what we're up to and stuff but yeah i, I don't think most want to um, be bothered by us too much if i'm honest mm. are they are they mostly from overseas uh, are they, are they uh, like 50 50 from the uk half overseas half from the uk so okay. we get a lot of spanish the spanish love scotland for some reason i don't know why <laughs> so really too cold for them but they always tighten up in like <laughs> clock togged up in like ridiculously thick jackets and stuff <laughs> <laughs> interesting yeah, interesting the spanish love it and uh nice. a, lot, a lot of dutch a lot of french a lot of germans um um mm. few people from further afield like india and china as well nice any japanese um i we've i, I think we've only had one set of japanese guests and i remember it really distinctly because they brought us a gift which was very kind of them oh really <laughs> that oh. is very japanese that is very yeah. japanese <laughs> that is so <laughs> something was that much yeah. Yeah, it was very nice. Yeah, very friendly of it. <laughs> like, so... This is entirely unnecessary, yeah. but thank you very much. Which <laughs> <laughs> is the most British response <laughs> to the most Japanese gesture. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
That's so cool, Sam. So, like, okay, so how how many years ago did you did you decide to like, you know, um, when when did you decide to go out to 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 Scotland? And how was the how was that transition? I guess how was moving moving out there? And yeah, so um, I think we decided well, not necessarily Scotland. Me and Hugh, uh, my partner, we had this plan to um, set up the bunkhouse, um, kind of pretty much from the moment we started working, because we quickly realised we didn't want to be, you know, in the nine to five our whole lives. Okay. So we we actually called up the plan, the ten year plan initially, because we were going to take ten years, you know, saving up for it. And uh, I remember you saying it, yeah, yeah. Um, but we we did it quicker in the end. We got fed up too quickly. So <laughs> we, I don't know. Yeah, it all sort of managed to fall into place a bit earlier. So um, we um, yeah we moved up here now about what four years ago. Um, and yeah, it was a it was a nice change. It was um, um, it was a, a quite an effort to set the place up. Actually, it was harder than I thought it would be because this place wasn't a guest house before. Yeah, uh, it was just a house, so we had to get all the planning permission and building control and things like that. So it was um quite stressful getting it all set up but um yeah now it's all running it's a much lighter lifestyle than a nine-to-five grind that's for sure uh... did you you you, did you buy the place as it was or you had to do some like construction on it you mean yeah well we had to do quite a lot um quite a lot of um like refurbishment to it because it was a bit of a dump to be honest it's stank of damp and um yeah it was really very dated um yeah so yeah we did a lot of renovation to it but did um, you kind of use that to your advantage and now it adds to the charm that that kind of like older feel to it i, I wouldn't call it charm no <laughs> it's, a, it's like a, bung- a pebble dash bungalow in scotland i wouldn't call it char- charming <laughs> it's, it sounds it's nice <laughs> but no it's, um it, it's quite a cozy little place i suppose um how many, how many people can you fit in there well, that's another thing. We we were going to have initially like storms. Um, yeah. So we were going to have like a capacity of kind of 10 plus in dorms. But we've um, decided to vastly um, downgrade the kind of capacity. So we only have room for like six people now. So okay. we up the price and up the quality. So it's a tiny little place. But um, it's a bit more relaxing with six people in rather than like 20. <laughs> yeah mm. cool makes sense so it's a higher quality kind of hostel experience yeah it's a postal it's postal so I'm it's not a sure postal i love it our own, our own uh kind of guest house i think we kind of straddle with somewhere between a hotel and a hostel <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you just run it are you is it just you and hugh that's uh doing it do you have like any staff like uh at all no we do it all ourselves it's um uh, you know, we need nice. something to do. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do something, you know, otherwise we'd just be sitting in our asses all day. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but the, are you like uh, uh, providing any breakfast? Do you cook it? Uh, no, but it's, it's all self catering, so we have a kitchen. I guess. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's actually again, I, I I prefer that often um, at hostels. I like just get my own stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. I cook it myself. Well, the kitchen's like the kind of social bit of the hostel as well, you know, people can mm. chat about the morning and stuff like that. I think that's the best part of a hostel, really, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Meeting yeah, other people. Congregation travel. points. Um what I was gonna ask, like, yeah, so so um you guys do you have how to, do you, are you just on booking.com? Like how how do how do people find you? Uh we were just on booking.com, yeah. Um but I've now uh built a website. Uh, to get more direct bookings in because you know booking.com still 
sixteen percent of every booking. So. Um, no, okay, yeah, that's a, that's a lot. And like in, in your website, you just it's just of people googling. Uh, yeah, people googling. Um, uh, like uh, I don't know what they'd be googling to be honest. Bunkhouse Fort William, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we come up. <laughs> I've been trying to get our SEO working, but I I don't have a clue what I'm doing. So <laughs> I'm working for an SEO today. agency, so I can tell you off the call. I guess so. Uh, you would have to know the name of the uh, place. It was what was it called? Bunkhouse Fort William. Blackley Bunkhouse. Yeah. Black Blackley. Black Sheep Bunkhouse. Oh, Black Sheep Bunkhouse. Yeah. Nice. What's the inspiration behind then? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, so we're supposed to, it was um, kind of, we're different among bunkhouses. We have a black sheep of a bunkhouse because bunkhouses tend to be a bit shit, right? You go there yeah. and you've got like, smelly old beds and um, like big, huge dorms with a hundred other people in, but we're supposed to be like a good quality bunkhouse. So we have a black sheep among bunkhouses, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. I like it. People seem to think it's because I consider myself a black sheep, but it's nothing to do with that. To do, with that. <laughs> do you? No. <laughs> it's due to do with like me or Hugh thinking we're a black sheep, but no, it's nothing to do with that. <laughs> we don't think we're black sheep. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. You should, you should, you should, do you have space to like have a black sheep in the back or something? Yeah, we, uh, we've been meaning to buy a black sheep for ages uh, <laughs> like a model black sheep not a real black sheep maybe one day we'll get a real black sheep um, <laughs> I've been meaning to put a kind of like a black sheep sculpture in the car park or something <laughs> yeah I think that'd be really cool <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome Sam and so like how, how was it getting it going were, were you um, in business from like day one or did it take some time to like gear up uh, to be honest it was um pretty immediate i mean once we opened for bookings um we barely had a gap in the time we've been opening so it's, it's fort william is just crazy busy if you want to spread up a hostel fort william's a place to come there's, there's so many tourists <laughs> wow um, and then there's space for like more 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 kind of hostels to be there or or is it quite saturated um well there's i mean if there was room for them yeah i mean there's some being built at the moment um oh wow never strange so um yeah i think there's definitely room for more um i mean there's no actual space in town to build anymore really it's you know we're hemmed in by the mountains on one side and the lock on the other so there's not really much room for building but uh, oh yeah the lock we walked i remember now from fort william to inverness because it's the grand canal or something right oh uh, you walked I've, I've kayaked along there actually to um inverness um, it's stunning. So I probably, yeah it's beautiful isn't it along loch ness and uh loch lucky and uh yeah and and yeah and, and the canal ways and um people are so friendly they're just helping us out as we're going along for when they feel on their barges and i remember in the summer that the, the sun never set um, yeah that was the mad. most yeah. mind-boggling yeah. Like, the ex- of the mountains all night yeah Crazy. we yeah. were like really? well yeah we were, we were tucked up into hiking i mean we just came from like london right so sunsets and we're just hiking and jumping into our tent tired thinking that it's going to get dark and then it's like hours later we wake up it's like it's still light what the hell is going on (laughs) no but it's so amazing look out it's like midnight and the sun is just like dangling above the horizon yeah but you've got the opposite problem in winter of course it's dark the whole time you don't get hardly any light that's true which is why i'm not here in the winter (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true that's true 
Amazing. Wait, so it you mean it's actually like where you are? It's it's for half a year. It's more or less just constantly light and. No, it's not like half a year. To be honest, the constant light, and it's not like light light. It's like there's just a glow. That probably only lasts like a month or so. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just in my height. So, it's, so it's not like the North Pole or the South Pole. It's not like the North Pole. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is sometimes, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so is it cool. true that in Scotland you get like basically in the summer two weeks of sun and then it's raining the rest of the time? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it rains a lot. <laughs> it rains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, it does make such a difference when it's really it's really beautiful when it's like the sun shining and stuff but it, yeah there's only like <laughs> a couple also, of weeks also scotland because of the rain and the sun is, is one of the only places i've been where, where i've seen multiple rainbows at the same time like consistently like there's like rainbows hanging around like three or four around all the different mountains at the same time hmm. yeah yeah there's a lot of rainbows that's for sure yeah yeah it's a... stunning yeah. So you set all this up, you're in business like pretty much straight away. Um, how did you how did you come up with like 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 did you spend a lot of time thinking about branding it and stuff and positioning yeah, it and all yeah, the business? I spent a lot of time thinking about branding. Um we um I mean it, it's, I've spent a lot of time on PowerPoint sort of putting together like color schemes and things like that and <laughs> choosing cushions and curtains and rugs and everything to go along with that, that nice color scheme. <laughs> but that, that part of it was all a bit um tedious by the end it started off fun and then it got really tedious <laughs> <laughs> but it was worth it in the end because i think it's all worked out and it, we i think it's uh, we've got quite a nice sort of um theme running through the place so so a light touch of scottishness i would describe it as <laughs> nice that's really Where? cool you yeah, guys if you were to build another hostel, where would you build it? Anywhere in the world, or in anywhere, the world. anywhere, anywhere in the anywhere world. Anywhere in the world. Oh God, that's a tough question. Um... <laughs> where are you expanding to next, Sam? <laughs> There's no plan for expansion. <laughs> um, God, probably Indonesia somewhere. Ooh, diving. Okay. So, put the diving. Yeah, exactly. Get some diving in. Um, mm. oh God. um like Bali or one of the main one of the main islands I am not Bali I'm not a huge fan of Bali to be honest um, um it's a bit wanky <laughs> <laughs> it's a very British term that I met there's an amazing hostel we went to in um up the north of Sumatra which um called Freddy's um somewhere around there would be pretty cool because it's just so chilled out um although mind you it's got three law there so potentially not <laughs> no, no drinking yeah no drinking i don't think i could cope with no drinking <laughs> 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 maybe, Komodo, maybe somewhere around flores or something like that oh beautiful and yeah. so is that is this how you kind of like you said there's no power for expansion but is, is this kind of like how you envision like things going forward for you with when it comes to travel and stuff like you have other locations of hostels or you're just and so you can visit and hang out at your own hostel in different places or or is it more just um or is it different to that <laughs> what was the question really <laughs> uh, just like how, how do you imagine things going forward like if you know 
when it comes to travel and when it comes to hostels and business and travel, travel lifestyle. Well, personally, how do I imagine what 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 yeah. you mean? Like, um, well, I don't think there's any plans. Like I said, there's no plans to expand. Uh, but I think ultimately, I, I get we me and Huey tend to get quite itchy feet, so I don't think this will be forever. Um, okay. I suspect. Well, I've got family now in like Cornwall, so we've got our eyes kind of down there for the future. Okay. So yeah, maybe there'll be a black sheep bunkhouse in Cornwall. Who knows? <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, maybe you can have. Actually, I was going to say, what coloured sheep do they have in Cornwall? It <laughs> it'd probably be black as well because of the black flag. I imagine a uh, uh, black and white sheep, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> standard sheep, I think. You know, I don't know if there's many sheep down there. <laughs> yeah. They might have some kind of Cornish mares going on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that would sound. The shaved, the shaved sheep, the sheared, the sheared sheep. The sheared I would, sheep. I would just keep the same brand. And yeah. <laughs> why, 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 why change it? Um, Maybe black sheep bunkhouse surf shack. Or something like that. Mm. Black sheep surf shack. Yeah. I'd have to learn to surf though. <laughs> I can't learn a place oh. called surf shack and not know how to surf. That'd be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, maybe I mean and this is, yeah. And this is uh seafood shack. Surf and turf. Yeah. Uh, it could be a fun play on things. I need to learn to cook. That's another <laughs> one. Yeah, probably even more of a process to get to get going. No man, this is this is like really really cool. Like I'm so I'm so happy for you, and I'm so happy that you've been able to like, you know, you had this dream and you had this itchy feet to get away from the nine to five, and you made it happen. Um, mm. Seems like seems 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 like it's it's happening. And it's happening really well. Um, yeah, no, it's worked out. Um, I mean, it could have gone gone horribly horribly wrong, but it hasn't. <laughs> do you want to talk about that for like two minutes? What, what do you think? could have been the things that would have made it go horribly wrong well we could have moved up here and there'd be no tourists i guess <laughs> no one to stay here um i mean we did look at places in like wales in like the brecon beacons and things and i think if we we actually put offers in on those before this one but they were rejected um but i'm very glad that they did get rejected to be honest because i just don't think there would have actually been the tourist numbers in the brecon beacons to um like support mm. it to, uh, like give us a you know reasonable lifestyle so i'm glad i'm glad we our offers were rejected and we ended up up here to be honest um yeah yeah well, oh, no i mean that, that that's, i mean by the way i'm just just thinking about it like when, when you wake up in the morning what, what do you guys what do you guys do in the day in fort william do you <laughs> like have tea looking at the hills <laughs> <laughs> we um well a standard day to be honest you know we'll be up you know, 9 a.m. or something, and we'll just do get the cleaning done. Um, then we've got, so our checkout is like 10 a.m., so get the cleaning done, then just um, might go for a walk or something around, you know, around the hills for a bit after we've got the cleaning done. Then we our check-ins at four, so we'll group the guests at four. Um, and then, you know, if we've got an evening free, we'll probably just go to the pub, to be honest. <laughs> but it's nice. Um, some days we get you know, if we've got time, we can go and climb Ben Nevis or do some kayaking or something like that. So it's nice when we get the opportunity to do something like that as well. And would you say like that kind of work that you're doing every day with the hostel is something that you find rewarding? Like, is this something that you enjoy doing every day, working in the hostel? Or would you want to yeah. 
palm it off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, would I want to palm it off? Yeah, I mean, I probably would if it didn't wouldn't cost so much money to palm it off. To be honest, I'd rather be out like enjoying the mountains and things like that. (laughs) But it just seems like a bit of a waste of money when we can do it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But in hindsight, it's would you say it was better than the uh, the nine to five grind? You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go back. Like hundred percent for, for so. any amount of money. Well, let's not say any amount of money, but uh <laughs> for you, you wouldn't want to go back. <laughs> I would not want to go back. No, um it's just yeah. I've I've found um, you know, working in London way too stressful. Um mm. too much office politics, you know. Um mm. just and also I feel like there's always that pressure to sort of go to the next step, you know, when you're in the working world. Um mm. which, yeah. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, you always compare yourself to other people, and and you know you want to be the one that's ahead of everyone else, and then your life just becomes about just one big, big, uh, competitive uh, race, exactly. basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's nice to be out of that sort of mindset. Um, mm. only have to answer to myself now, which is nice. And Hugh, and you know, Hugh can be a hard taskmaster. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no. That's great. Uh, this is this, this is uh, this is exactly this exactly kind of stuff that we wanted to hear. You know, um, we Chetan and I were just talking this morning about how we wanted to talk about <clears throat> people who really like uh, made the transition and and like hearing a story and then and then seeing that you have no regrets and you wouldn't want to go back to it is exactly that kind of like positive uh, positive. Um, reward that you know personally i would love to hear as well because chet and i are you know in the process of trying to uh figure out make a figure out what we're doing as well where we're going with this and and, maybe get a uh, place yeah so why are you what william set up a uh you know a rival black sheep bunkhouse we need some company company up here so you know (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna do that and i'm gonna call it the dark sheep or i can make a hostel here in japan called the black sheep and we can uh we can be sister sister hostels that's true yeah yeah refer each other one in port william and one in japan i would i would i would do spain considering the 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 traffic flow that sam mentioned oh yeah of course yeah yeah, yeah. refer back and forth the same people yeah yeah that's true although i do the spanish stay in spain i, I don't know <laughs> I, 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 I don't know either but i think i think i think there's more internal tourism in these countries in like spain portugal um italy than we have in the uk because it's cheaper um mm. yeah <laughs> so one there day you go. people look back on this podcast and see this is how the massive global Black sheep hostel chain was was birthed. After having said there's no plans to expand, we end up. What are you planning, man? Where are you? Are you what's uh... world domination? World domination. That's a yes. simple, easy aim. No, I think I think the dream for us, and actually, there's there's something we could actually chat about here, Sam, like very very quickly, is um is um like 
around the Czech venture community having conversations like this, I think there's a lot of people who want to go on their own. We're doing it in our way. You've done it in your way. And I think there's many, many other people that will take inspiration from hearing stories about how people have done it, what what it was like. Um, and that community, we just want to provide them with, um, you know, ever like ever increasing value and so and, and so and so we're thinking maybe a physical place would be a great place for people to congregate and chill out but part of it actually was this idea that we could have a podcast uh, there we could actually interview the guests whilst they're there um and then that idea kind of expanded out to um to 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 having perhaps people who are already in to, to maybe approaching hostels that, that currently <clears> exist <throat> and asking them if they want to um, ask their guests to share a spontaneous story that they that they experienced in travel that day or that week or something and then we could host it on the podcast as well oh, yeah. um, and 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 they could even mention the name of the hostel or something like that I mean I, I mean I'm, I'm not asking obviously for you to do it but does that sound like something that um cool that like hostel owners would be like down for yeah sure i, I don't see why not yeah <laughs> sick yeah. <laughs> here you go yeah. market research we have this 24-hour spontaneous storytelling and then you know of course like the, the, the most active hostels behind it would have their name being mentioned the most and and um yeah i think it'd be a very exciting thing to do for the travel community yeah no for sure yeah well if you um get that off the ground we can get involved um if you'd like us to if you want us <laughs> i'd love you to i'd love you to mm -hmm. would, yeah for, for, for within's an exciting place i have a and then yeah i would love for yeah you guys to yeah that'd, that'd be really really cool and i think with the, with the more intimate setting that you're talking about uh your hostel with six people it would work really really well yeah, yeah. yeah. Depend on the guests. I have to. I have to fight to root out the good guests for you. <laughs> <laughs> Just to put a spy cam inside the. No, don't do that. And I'm gonna. There are no spy cams up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. Oh man. So I think. I think. I mean. It, yeah. I think this is a good place to perhaps end it. Um, and we can talk again next time about your travels to India, Indonesia, uh, and um, and and you know it's it's, it's it's been fascinating this conversation because it even led us to even talk about our own business in travel. So like literally the dream of Chair Venture is happening in this conversation. This <laughs> <laughs> um, is very cool, very cool. Mm. Any yeah. concluding remarks, Mike? Um. Not simply, you know. <laughs> Sam. I think, I think... I'm not simply, no. <laughs> oh, there you go then. <laughs> I'm glad that was a good time. All right. Thanks, guys. Right. We'll catch you. We'll, we'll do more together. Yeah. All right. Nice. See you later. See you later.